Our ministry here really does go beyond the walls of this place. And today I'd like to also remember in prayer about 60 to 75 people from Resurrection who are a part of the Excel weekend. And they are meeting even at this time. And they're praying for us as we're praying for them. And I praise God for a community that really does go beyond these walls. There is a phrase that I hear almost every day. It's a phrase that most of us have probably used at least once in our life. And that phrase is, it's just not fair. It isn't fair. Maybe you put everything you had into a relationship. You worked on the communication. You were faithful. And your partner cheated on you for no apparent reason. It's just not fair. Or maybe you took that job with all these promises of a future. You showed up ahead of time. You did the very best work you could. You had a positive attitude. And yet when promotion time came, you were passed over. It's just not fair. Or maybe you were one of those persons who really did listen to your mother and eat your vegetables. <laughs> you took care of yourself. You worked out. You did all the things you knew to do to be healthy. And you go to the doctor and in comes that diagnosis you just didn't expect. It's just not fair. At some point, most of us have said that. Now, sometimes we say that, and the truth is it actually is fair. <laughs> and that was true for me this week. I got two traffic tickets in the same week. <laughs> and of course, my initial response was, it's just not fair. <laughs> God, don't you know I'm just trying to do your work as fast as I can? <laughs> The truth was, one of those tickets, I, I had, uh, had a breakfast meeting, and afterwards I went to Memorial Park, and I walked three miles, and my adrenaline got, got to pumping so high that I just couldn't slow down. That was the honest truth. <laughs> but even as I looked at those tickets sitting on my desk this morning before church, I kind of went, you know, it, it's just not fair. If something has happened in your life, and it doesn't seem fair, then you will really relate to Bartimaeus in our gospel today. In fact, you could say that he is the patron saint of those who feel they've been treated unfairly or something unfair has happened in their life. If anyone had a right to say it's not fair, then it's the main character in our gospel reading today, Bartimaeus. He's blind. He can't do the things that those around him can do. He would want nothing more than to be able to hold down a job. Instead, all that he is allowed to do in that day and age is beg outside the gates of Jericho. It's not fair. He had every reason to be depressed about his life. And yet it's clear as we look at this story that he is one of those persons who had this inner ability to keep on hoping and keep on believing. Most likely, he had tried all kinds of ways to get cured from his blindness. He has heard about the healing powers of Jesus. And though he had tried so many times before, something deep inside of him said, 
I will not give up on the healing that I deserve. I will not give up on the life that I deserve. And I have heard of this person named Jesus who has this ability to restore sight to the blind. Jesus is passing by the gate of Jericho, heading on to Jerusalem. And Bartimaeus yells out that famous line that we shared together as a congregation a moment ago. Heir of David, have mercy on me. This one who had been shown very little mercy in his lifetime was now calling on the mercy that could change his life forever. Heir of David, have mercy on me. Then we come to a section in the scripture that is very telling about his inner character. When he demands the healing that he knows is rightfully his, what response does he get? He gets the response that many of us get whenever we step out. Those around him said, shut up. (laughs) You don't deserve it. Be quiet. How many times have those around us tried to keep us down? How many times has those around us been the ones who have proven to be that barrier to healing? In a sense, they said, come on, you've got your coins. You have what you need. Jesus has more important things to do. Do you really think you're worth it? Just like those in our lives who from time to time say, you know, you've tried many times, why don't you just give up? Oh, you've tried to change before. Why do you think it's going to work this time? Maybe even this January, your partner might say, you're going on a diet again? (laughs) Oftentimes, those around us try to define us and keep us from the growth that is rightfully ours. That's what the crowd did in our gospel today. When Bartimaeus began calling out to Jesus, there were those who tried to silence him. Yet his inner resolve would not be silenced. He knew his healing was more important than their impatience, and he turned that negativity of those around him into a tool for greater persistence. And when they told him to shut up, he could call out even louder. He kept calling out until he received the response he knew he deserved. What's amazing in this scripture is that the negativity around him became a source of motivation for him. He believed that Jesus could heal him, and he refused to be silenced. He knew that there was a spiritual power. He knew there was transformation that was as close as his response. He knew that if he persevered, he would receive the healing that was rightfully his. What I find intriguing here is that even though he was physically blind, he was incredibly perceptive spiritually. He knew that God had more for him. It was just a matter of calling on the transforming power of Jesus. He would move forward in his life. We also have that incredible power available to us. Sometimes I think we're kind of like 
circus elephants. You know, an elephant can lift over a thousand pounds with its trunk. And yet if you go to the circus, you will see that elephant just moving around within a few feet of where it is staked down. All that elephant would have to do is take a step or two and that stake would be released and that elephant would be free. I wonder how that happened. Possibly when that elephant was very young, it was staked into the ground like that and it tried to resist and finally it gave up. The elephant grew to maturity and did not know it had that kind of power. It's like us, sometimes we've tried. We have tried to move forward. We have tried to draw on that inner strength. And somehow we haven't succeeded the first few times so we give up, not realizing that there is an incredible power inside of us, an incredible power available to us. Bartimaeus knew that that power was available to him and he dared to call for it. He dared to claim it. He dared to believe. With even greater boldness, he said, heir of David, have mercy on me. And the crowds that tried to silence him were silenced by him. He drew on that inner strength. The next key question comes whenever Bartimaeus rises up with his strength, throws off his cloak, and stands before Jesus, and Jesus asks the most important question that Bartimaeus will ever hear. And that question is, what do you want me to do for you? You've claimed your power. Now what are you going to do with it? You've demanded your healing. Now where are you going to go with it? When Jesus asks this question, what do you want me to do for you, it's clear that healing is not something God does to us, but something God does with us. And so what's happening here is Jesus is asking Bartimaeus, what are we going to do together? What do you want to do with this? The important question. Jesus asked Bartimaeus, and Jesus is asking us right now, what do you want me to do for you. Jesus asked Bartimaeus the most important question he would ever ask. What do you want me to do for you? The way Bartimaeus answered that question revealed his keen insight. He answered the question by saying, Rabbi, I want to see. Bartimaeus has spent his life asking for a few coins. Now he wanted more. Can we settle for any less? Christ has unlimited power, yet we often ask Christ to just help us make ends meet. Jesus is ready to equip us to reach a greater potential. The temptation is to get what we want from God, then go on our way. Yet the greater possibility is to receive exactly what we need to create a new way. Bartimaeus could have so easily asked for what he always asked for. He could have asked for a few pennies, a few coins. Instead, he again drew on his deep spiritual vision and asked for the true ability to see. I believe that when Bartimaeus said, I want to see you, he meant more than I just want to physically see you. 
I think Bartimaeus was saying, I want to see further. I want to see more deeply. I want to see more truly. I want to see more clearly. I want to see beyond my small, petty needs to the fullness of God's creation. I want to see like I've never seen before. I wonder how often our requests are small and limited. Jesus says, what can I do for you? And we say, well, I would really like her to ask me out. (laughs) Or I'd really like to get this job. I would really like to pay these bills. And yeah, we need to be faithful and responsible. But it's amazing. God has so much for us, and sometimes we just simply say, pay the bills. God wants to do a lot more than just pay the bills. God wants to transform us in a way to transform the world. And that's what happens in this scripture. Bartimaeus looks beyond his blindness. He looks beyond those coins, and he ends up becoming a disciple for Jesus Christ in his last days. One who had sat in the same place for years and years, begging, hardly moving outside the walls of Jericho now became a spiritual dynamo for Jesus Christ. Why? Because he was able to see further and move beyond. This same transforming Jesus is present this morning. And I want each one of us to ask ourselves the same question that Jesus asked Bartimaeus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus is here this morning. His presence is here. And I would invite each one of us right now to have a personal meeting with Jesus. To hear him ask that question. What do you want me to do for you? Take a moment and and kind of look at your life. Look at the needs in your life. Consider your challenges. Maybe even go so far as to look at the places in your life that don't seem fair. For a moment, hold those before Christ. If you're comfortable, I'd invite you to close your eyes for a moment that you might really have this time with with Jesus without the distractions of those around you. As you meet with Jesus this morning, know him as one who can transform your entire life from the inside out. The call of scripture today is to let Jesus transform each and every one of us just as Jesus transformed Bartimaeus. In this moment and in this place, I'd like to share with you some words from Henry Nouwen. This reading is entitled, Let Jesus Transform You. You are looking for ways to meet Jesus. Yet something remains in you that prevents this meeting. Perhaps shame and guilt that is stuck away. Perhaps disappointment. Is there something blocking the presence of Jesus? When you look at your life, perhaps you see how filled it has been with fears. Think about Jesus. He was totally free. 
He was fear-free. Jesus did not let others limit him. And now Jesus comes to us and he breaks down the barriers. Jesus makes a new way and creates a new place. A place where God lives in full solidarity with us. Jesus says, do not despair. Jesus says, don't think that nothing can change. Jesus says, simply enter into my presence. Come as you are, and I will give you a fearless heart. You cannot make yourself different. Yet Jesus is here to give you a new heart, a new spirit, and a new mind. Let Jesus transform you by his love, and his love will transform your whole being. Jesus, we thank you for being present this morning. And we thank you that just as you so boldly healed Bartimaeus and gave him new vision, so you can heal each one of us and give us new vision. Oh God, in those moments when we feel silenced by circumstances or silenced by those around us, give us a bold audacity to claim the healing and the life and the transformation that's rightfully ours. In the spirit of Bartimaeus, help us to see further than we ever dreamed we could. And I pray especially today that you would give us fearless hearts. Fearless hearts that will step out for you. Hearts unafraid to know you better. Hearts no longer afraid to claim the promise. Open us to you. Transform us. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on us as individuals. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on this your church. Jesus Christ, giver of grace, have mercy on your world. And hear the prayers of your people who pray. Amen.